Welcome to the OpenIC, the FinTalent podcast. My name is Toby Liebsch. When I went to business school in Germany, there was always one business case that we would learn when it came to mergers and acquisitions. That was, of course, Volkswagen. Volkswagen has a big portfolio of different brands. A couple of weeks ago, then there was a big story in the news, which was your car, the big car rental company, being bought by Volkswagen for a salary of 2.7 billion euros. Today, I have Stef Blase on the podcast. Stefan is the head of M&A at the Volkswagen Group, so he's responsible for that transaction and some others who are even bigger. So without further ado, let's jump straight into our conversation with Stefan. All right, Stefan, nice to have you on today. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, you've recently yeah, rescheduled our call, and then uh, four weeks later, I heard your update, and it was uh, after you had just acquired a Europe car for a 2.9 billion deal which I read in the news and I thought, okay, that's a pretty good reason to reschedule a call like this. <laughs> so happy to, to finally have you on. And today we'll dive a bit into your M&A department at Volkswagen, of course, about your strategy and also how you yeah, help your company reach your strategy to goals uh, in, until 2030. So really exciting conversation to have on. And let's let's jump right in with the Europe car deal, actually. So yeah, 2.9 billion euros. That's, of course, a big number. How do you feel now that everything is over? Yeah, yeah. first of all, Julia, thanks for having me here. It's really a pleasure for me to give you some insights into our Europe Cut transaction and, and, and the M&A work at, at Volkswagen because we we are yeah, we are in very exciting times in the automotive industry. It's, it, it's all about transformation from a, from a traditional car a car manufacturer business to a to a tech and e-mobility company and and as part of this transformational process uh m&a plays a yeah, very important role as you as you can see from some of our transactions and in one of the, the the most recent transaction we have executed or honestly speaking we are still in the process of executing because it's a publicly listed firm is is europe car i think you may might be might be familiar with europe car uh, um, as a, as a traditional course, yeah. rental firm, but what have been we been looking for as a Volkswagen Group? Um, we've been looking not not for the traditional traditional rental firm. Our objective is until two thousand thirty to to build various platforms to uh, leverage our economies of scale. And one of these platforms we, we, uh, is the mobility, mm -hmm. so called mobility platform, because what we have learned in the, in the yeah, over the last years is that that these small business models in the car sharing and pooling space they yeah we require one integrated fleet and just to give you an illustration yeah, if you just run a car sharing business utilization rates are usually not high enough to really come up with a scalable profitable business model with that conclusion we have been we've been look we've been out there in the market and 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 looking into into the the rental space, which rental provider could serve as a platform for Volkswagen Group going going forward. And that has been a project which started roughly like two years ago. Mm -hmm. And if you're a bit familiar with the rental market, you would see it's a it's a oligopoly. There are five players, um, three of them based in the U.S., two of them in Europe. And the interesting thing is some of them are family owned, et cetera. So if you, mm. if you boil it down at, at the end, there was, yeah, there was just one target, which, which was available for, for a potential acquisition, which was Europe Club. That sounds pretty simple, actually, to say, okay, there was only one logical target for us available. But if I, if I look at your strategy for 2030, so you just mentioned, of course, the mobility solutions 
But then, uh, yeah, your CEO also mentions a called mechatronics software, battery and charging. So it seems like you keep yourself quite busy. And and tell me a bit about the role that M&A plays in that strategy. Of course, mobility solutions and inorganic growth is one part of that. But isn't it really difficult to keep track of all the developments in all these three pillars and all the other three pillars? So yeah, I mean, that is if you do M&A in, in Volkswagen Group in these times, it's not that there is not the one automotive industry anymore. Yeah, You have a software yeah. pillar where you do just software acquisitions. Yeah. Then there is a pillar for e-mobility and what, what is e-mobility in these days? It's everything starting from mm. mining. Yeah. Because it's, it's about raw material. It's like lithium and cobalt and yeah. you have cell production, you have recycling, you have uh, charging infrastructure. So it's the entire value chain, which makes it really interesting. And you have other business models like, like in the mobility space. So, so in these times it, it, it's, 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 on, on the one hand, I'm, I'm with you. It's quite a challenge to to be familiar with in all these kinds of industries. But on the other hand, that that also makes it highly attractive for for our our M and A talents because mm -hmm. they have the chance uh, to to yeah to, today to work in the software in the software M and A project, be it a joint venture or or a complete acquisition, including integration or minority shareholding. And the next yeah. day they can work on a on, on, on a completely different uh, M&A project with, with also different people within the group. Yeah, uh, it's um, going to be quite a challenge. Yeah, nice. Of course, when you mention software, you know, your big uh, American competitors uh, come, come to mind. Now, this this whole shift in the market, I mean, it's, so, it's such an intimidating move. And depending on which media you read, if you read American uh, news outlets, you meet German news outlets, doesn't really matter where they're coming from, but you kind of see only two opinions. The one says the German automotive sector is going to be dead in 20 years. And the other say, you know what, the Germans, they're actually pretty up there. And then usually Volkswagen is also the brand that's being mentioned as, as being kind of up, up and running. And I also see if I see Hebertis, the CEO um, yeah, in public, he's also probably the most outspoken German automotive CEO about the electric electric, uh, yeah, shift in the market. Um, what, what do you feel when you actually read those news articles? Of course, you can't go into too much detail because you know you, you have inside inside knowledge that most people in the media don't have. But what do you, what do you think about when you read those articles? Yeah, you know, it, it, it is quite a, it's quite a transformation in the automotive industry in these days, and we are still at the beginning of this transformation. The good thing is, um, yeah, I mean, you, you always it's like like in other places in during your life, you, you need to be at the at the right time at the right place, and uh, when 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 Hebrides and then Volkswagen Group have taken certain decisions about the new electro platforms, like for for the. Uh, um, ID3, ID4, ID5, uh, three or four years ago, that was exactly the, the, the right time. Yeah? So, and um, I think that that means we have been not an early mover, but we have been at the right time in the market mm -hmm. with, with our models. Yeah. Uh, um, and I think that, 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 is a, that, is, that is a large uh, um, advantage um, in the industry. And we also do have a certain, certain size uh, in mm -hmm. terms of covering volume brands, premium brands, luxury brands, and, and as all you can see, we, we we are addressing customer demands on on also in the in the e mobility space on various levels for volume mm -hmm. cars up to yeah luxury cars like 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 the Porsche Taycan. Yeah, I mean, you seem to be doing something right. When I, I'm I'm here in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and and if I'm look at most modern fleets that are being set up, the ID3 seems to be the predominant car that that fleet managers nowadays choose if I want to 
build an electric fleet in in different different kinds of companies. That seems to be something uh, that yeah that your company is doing right for sure. If we look at the Europe car deal, let's just go into the deal room and uh, I understand of course you can't share every little detail, but so you identified and you kind of went through this strategic move okay we identified there's five big players and then there's one logical target for us that seems to be quite straightforward but after that it seems to have been uh, quite a quite a fast deal also but but walk me a bit through how the deal actually came to be yeah, it wasn't quite straightforward. I mean, in, in terms of in, in, in terms of um, in terms of selection, the target, as you as you can imagine, probably there have been also uh, discussions upfront with with various players in the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came to the conclusion that that if we want to build up a platform, then then we need to have kind of control over that platform, or at least together with other partners. But uh, yeah, we need to to have some decent skin in the game. Um, the challenge with the Europcar situation was that they have ran through a, through a debt restructuring during during the Corona crisis, mm. and it was a pr- pretty massive haircut. So the existing shareholders they have been more or less wiped out, um, yep, yep. so roughly by ninety percent. And 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 there have been there have been been hedge funds buying buying into the debt of the company, and uh, um, yeah, the, the company is still yeah or was at the time owned by. By a couple of by a couple of, of U.S. hedge funds, so mm. roughly seventy percent of the shares have been their wow. ownership, which was quite an interesting situation because on on our side we have been used to to deal with other corporates, we have been used to to deal with with financial sponsors, uh, but this was like a, a larger group of of hedge funds coming out of a distressed situation and and uh, also to some extent behaving a bit different than mm. than different than 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 you are used to to. To interact and negotiate in, in, in these kind of situations that was yeah, a real yeah. challenge and also taking into account the, the overall situation that the company was publicly listed uh, and in, in in france even for someone who, who has worked a couple of years already in the m and sp space and seen various situations yeah, uh, that was something completely new but we, we had a lot of fun also during the during the life phase of the transaction so to say yeah does it give you a lot of cloud or a lot of leverage to be to have this big Volkswagen brand behind you? Because I mean, Volkswagen is probably the case study that, at least in the European market, is the brand that that always pops up because you're so known for 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 making these large large transactions and for for making these large deals. Does it help you when you when you approach another company? I would say yes and no. Yeah, yes because to to some extent it opens doors. Yeah, so so our our counterparties they. they they are always open you know, to to interact with us and, and to yeah, to have, have first discussions. Uh, on the other hand, no, because um, it yeah, it, it's like um, uh, to some extent counterparties feel that 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 the large Volkswagen is coming. They have deep pockets, and that sometimes <laughs> makes discussions not not easier. But but in principle, it, it I mean it, it is easier if you have a backing by a large organization and and yeah. if you also have some something to contribute yeah and to bring to the party so to say yeah 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 let's jump into your your team because you just mentioned of course it was a lot of fun for your team to actually go through this transaction but but what does a team actually mean because of course you are the yeah head of group yes, uh, m&a at volkswagen group but how is your team set up yeah so we, I mean, we we are we are based in, or we have two offices uh, on a global scale. We have a, one office in in Wolfsburg, yeah, um, yeah, in our headquarters, and we have a second one in Beijing, which is covering the Chinese market. Yeah? Because if you look at Volkswagen Group total sales, yeah, 
40% of our cars are sold in China and wow, 40%. In 40%, yeah. So wow, I wasn't aware of that. Chinese European company, so to say. Um, but also, as, as you may know, in China, you, 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 the partners with whom you work in the, in the Western Hemisphere um, mm. usually not the right ones for the Chinese market. Yeah, you need, need to, look, to work together with local companies. And that's also why we decided a couple of years to, to set up a separate team in, in mm. China, predominantly focusing on, on Chinese slash Asian market. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, the other regions, in particular Europe and, 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 and North America are covered out of, out of our Wolfsburg headquarter office. Mm. And yeah, we are a team of, of, of roughly 25 professionals covering on covering M&A projects for Volkswagen Group in, in, in various, in various industries, as I already mentioned, from software to, uh, to, uh, to transaction to mobility transaction. We have a very active contribution to the transformation of Volkswagen Group to a tech and e-mobility company because to some extent you can do that organically, uh, but but to a certain extent you can't just yeah you know, build up all all capabilities uh, uh, from scratch. It just just would, would take too much time. Yeah, that's actually an interesting point that you just mentioned because because who do you report to? Uh, we have a. I mean, we, we, we are a large group of 600,000 employees yeah? and we have a department or an area which covers also shareholdings management. So mm-hmm. after the acquisition, if you have minority shareholdings, yeah, you need to take care that they are properly steered also in particular on a, on yeah. a board of directors level. And we do have strategic corporations and that is one area within, within Volkswagen Group, which is part of the CFO division. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, how does your yeah yeah what kind of importance do you think you have in the in the in the corporation? Because of course there is a big strategic focus on in the public sector um, about the new the new car developments, the new models that are being developed, the big yeah the big new transaction. But um, what kind of role does M and A really play inside the company? Because what I often hear is that it's kind of almost being hidden a bit from from the public, not from the public, but it's kind of there's this whole new business structure and that's the big shiny horse but actually you have to do the big stuff in the background what is your role within the whole uh, corporation of of, um, of Volkswagen I think it's less about my role it's a huge transformational process within within the industry um, because for example if you if you have, have a look at the entire software and what that means for for cars going forward yeah mm. in the past they have been yeah they have been have been infotainment systems the software has been developed for one car generation and then it so to say has been thrown away and there has been a new generation developed for for the next car generation which is yeah. not very which is a bit old-fashioned and not very pragmatic if you want to have a state-of-the-art system which you can update yeah. over the air etc so you need to at the end you need to transform the car to a smartphone device in there and in infrastructure and and that's why, for example, we have we have decided within Volkswagen Group to 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 bring together and to merge all software resources within one organization um, mm. to to set up a completely new architecture in terms yeah. of, of operating systems in terms of ADA, so so um, yes. um, um, assistant driver functions and mm. and that that, that that is great that that's a great starting base, but we are also hiring organically. Um, for for our efforts and to some extent you also need to you need to do some add-on acquisitions with, with capabilities like we when we acquired last year uh, the, uh, the 
the ADAS business from from Hellas, consisting of 300 software engineers in Berlin. Mm. So, so when you ask, is Volkswagen a buy or build company, you'll probably say both. And that's that makes a little sense because, of course, yeah. you have to have some internal resources and also get some uh, yeah external resources that uh, complete the picture. 25 people in your in your department. So just give me the the, the rundown because that's something that seems to be something people love to hear. So can you give me the rundown of 25 people? Like how how is that team structured? Who's um, who's in the team? Or which teams do you have in that 25 people team? We have different levels of seniority. I mean, as you can, as you can imagine, given given yeah, given the size of the organization, we also have a couple of 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 senior folks within the organization. For example, we've had it M&A departments in, in in other companies before. I think that's that, that that's very helpful. Yeah, yeah. And we usually have experienced professionals having worked before in investment banking, before a corporate M&A. Yeah? That's kind of the the, the transitional background. Yeah, I would say. Uh, um, um, we have less juniors in our team. That's um, that is usually not not the key focus, yeah, uh, because yeah. Uh, we we are closely working together and also with with various advisors from big four investment banks, uh, strategy advisors, uh, yeah, uh, um, on each transaction where we can yeah. get an additional support on. Yeah? Um, and to some extent, we have also have dedicated teams or persons focusing then on. On, on, on selected industries like like uh, like our software business yeah yeah um, or, or our China business where we have a, where we do have a separate team on the ground okay so if you have to dive into a certain subsector for a transaction you will you will usually rely on external advisors yeah okay 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 that that seems to be very challenging for me. If you there's so many different streams of information flowing and, and every day. I, I mean, even even if you're not in the industry like me, you you just feel like there's so much so much information just passing by about the automotive sector every any given day. How do you make sure you stay up to date with your information? I, th I think there are. I think you need to differentiate between information about the the industry and the developments, and we we do have quite some good internal, uh, yeah. Capabilities and mm. and inf information for, for for the employees. So what's 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 going on on a daily basis yeah. in, in the industry and uh, yeah how how, are, yeah, how how do market trends look like? So there is some extensive work being done. We also have a large team of yeah, group innovation, which is which is doing long term research. So so I think given that we have a very 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 stable structure as a Volkswagen group. Um, um, I think we have we have set up various processes and standards in place to to be informed. Yeah, that's that's one thing about the other industry. If you think about the team and and their M and A capabilities, so to say, mm -hmm. um, we we do have um, we do have internal trainings on a regular basis. Yeah? So every two weeks, we we invite advisors from from law firms, from big fours, from investment banks for like let's call it two 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 yeah probably two to three week. Uh, sessions to to discuss yeah. with them, yeah, topics which which are currently uh, currently hot topics in the industry from from yeah from yeah. venture capital terms in the U.S. in Germany, spec IPOs, etc. But we also have various offsites. I'm, I'm just I mean the week before we, we have been on a two weeks offsite uh, um, and had a had a had a negotiation training with the team, which also was a lot of fun, in particular mm -hmm. after. Yeah, after being at home for a couple of, of months this year, so it was the first time that the entire team came came together, and yeah, we really enjoyed that. And we are 
we, we are always sitting together with the team and trying to build up um, 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 bottom up our trainings plan for for the entire year yeah yeah looking back at your at your career at, at volkswagen apart from the from the europe car transaction what was a very remarkable transaction that you remember to this day i mean i think you like whatever what you see I, I you probably remember all of them i'm actually wondering if Each you remember all your unique. transactions yeah, i know <laughs> uh, every transaction is unique but is there is there one transaction that really comes to mind when you think wow this is a story i always I mean, like to tell yeah, i mean one, one transaction which which I will always recall is our, our merger when we merged our autonomous driving activities, uh, IED with, with, with Ford's subsidiary Argo. Um, that's, that was a 7 billion merger two years ago. And, you know, how it works with these transactions, we, we, yeah, we, we have negotiated until the last day. We've been in New York all, all week long, and we knew that on, on, on Friday morning, Uh, there was a large uh, press conference uh, yeah, mm. organized at Wall Street with with our CEO Herbert Dees and 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 and, and the former Ford CEO, and yeah, that uh, uh, that, that that was an extensive week, and we, we managed also to, to 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 come up with with final agreements like shortly ahead of the signing. So it took us like seven in the morning, I think, and then we printed out all documents, took a cap. To, to down to Wall Street uh, to, uh, to to the hotel where the, the entire press was already for for, for the press conference and yeah so <laughs> that we could ensure that our CEOs uh, yeah could 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 sign the transaction right in time yeah. and that was that was interesting to see and the, the the entire media there and the preparation and yeah that's something what I will I will always recall although like every transaction is is unique yeah if you have worked in M&A because it's always it's linked to people yeah it's linked to mm to situations you will recall to some extent it's also linked to emotions yeah um yeah is that is that thrill that, also that's is that part of the reason you're in m&a i think that's that's also the the the, the interesting thing uh, in the m&a space uh, it's not i mean you're not doing like the the, the the same things every quarter every every situation is is, is unique yeah that, that seems like you have to be a very special person to also do that if you If you would talk to some junior people that maybe are university right now, or they they just want to start their studies, and they say, okay, in five to ten years, I want to start my career at corporate development at the M&A department at Volkswagen Group. What kind of people are you looking for, and what do they need to do? Yeah. Look, my my recommendation, I think, if you if you if you start your career with within one of the services firms, so to say, in investment banking or big four, I mean that, that that's always a very uh, solid uh, fundament. Yeah, I think you just spend the first couple of years there. Um, uh, it's a very yeah, it's it, it, it's an extensive education, and 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 that, that basis will will help you, um, yeah, to. To, to get attractive job opportunities at later time or work in freelancer projects. What is also crucial is that that, that you don't stay within one within one role then yeah, for for too long. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't really not advise you to do like eight years of financial due diligence reports. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, writing because that's uh, the, the probably the, the learning curve is then not 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 steep enough anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, take your time. Um, but but also spend a certain time within these within these uh, within these uh, functions. Yeah, and it's it's, yeah, yeah. it's not sufficient. Just I mean, if, if you just spend three three months working on valuation, that's probably not not sufficient to become an expert in valuation. Yeah, 
So you just mentioned learning as a, as a personality trait that uh, people have to have if, if they if they want to work in a, in a role like yours or in a department like yours. Then I, I, I assume there's also a certain need to be stress resistant. But what other personality traits are you looking for? I mean, that, that's a good question com com compared to and what is different to, 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 to working in big four or investment banking is that yeah. um, you, you, if, if you think about an M&A project from a corporate perspective um, um, that, 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 that contributes to a certain objective within the organization here. Yeah. And if you work in, in, in big four advisor to some extent, you just work on the financial model and valuation and that, that's also important, but that's just one piece uh, to the success of the, of the transaction. Yeah. Uh, and you need to constantly yeah, question yourself. Is, is that the, is that the right transaction structure? Is that the right company? Are we having the right negotiation strategy? Do I need to onboard something else? Have I talked to our antitrust lawyers? Have I involved ever discussed uh, these topics with our with our tax experts etc and you have to you have to cover the the entire range of, of of topics within the organization Stefan, thank you so much it was a pleasure talking to you if people want to get in touch with you now after this interview where can they reach you yeah yeah thank you it was also a pleasure um for me um yeah i can be certainly reached under my probably best under my email address uh, stefan.blase at volkswagen.de uh, Yeah, or just just give me a ping on my LinkedIn profile. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you very much, Toby. Yeah? It was a pleasure. Mm -hmm.